Welcome to Empire Radio with PJ Braun and Aaron Singerman. Welcome to the Supreme Authority. All right, PJ, we are back again. We uh, we missed last week, but it was kind of like unavoidable, wouldn't you say? Definitely unavoidable. I'm sorry about that. Um, it is totally your fault, though, just in case anybody wants to blame anybody. It would be your fault. Why is it my fault? Because you couldn't do it. You were too busy and you were uh, not available. It's hard when you're moving and stuff. You know, it's my first time moving. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. to do. You are actually making uh, a, a big effort to be here tonight because I know a lot of people. I got a lot of emails and people writing on Facebook. They're disappointed that the show was uh, not there last week. And uh, you were actually this, – this week is even – I guess really – the last week's show that you missed, you're you're in almost a, a worse situation or a uh, a more dire situation now is you have a lot of stuff to do tomorrow to get ready to finally leave. Yeah, I'm uh, staying at a friend's house because my house is no longer my house. All my furniture is gone. It's in storage. And uh, the electricity and cable and everything else is shut off there. And uh, my good friend Jason Stolli is being gracious enough to let me stay at his house with his pregnant wife. Wow. Um Yes, so I'm trying to not disturb them too much um, before I get out of here tomorrow. I've had some uh, a, a string of, of uh, misfortune in the past 24 hours. Yeah. Um, uh, for starters, uh, this would only happen to me, but I closed uh, out my account at the credit union that I've been a member of since 1999, and I decided to open an account at Wells Fargo. Uh, because there's millions of Wells Fargo's in uh, California, so I figured that made sense to me. So I, I uh, closed my account and I put all my money in Wells Fargo and I went to get online and start my online banking and it wouldn't it wouldn't work. So I had to uh, call a 1-800 number and then go back into the Wells Fargo and all this shit went down. Turns out somehow Wells Fargo effed up. Um, I was going to swear, but I didn't want to upset Isaac. And right. Right. Good. Yeah, so I'm trying to be more conscious of that. Um, apparently, I, I can't believe this can even happen. They gave me the same account as a woman from Arizona who already has an account with them. So when I went to log in and kept on trying to log in, it, it like did something in the system that made them think that I was trying to break into this girl's account. Huh. Uh, so my stuff got like frozen, right? Hmm. And I had to go into the place. Wait, wait, they, me, they froze your millions? They froze all my millions, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't even have access to my offshore funds. Oh, it's, uh, my it's God. Ridiculous. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, so I'm like, well, I need, I'm moving tomorrow. You know, like I need this immediately. And so they finally decide that they need me to give them a copy of my social security card, right? And uh, I just don't have one. I don't, I don't know if I've ever had one. I might have had one when I was young and lost it. Mm-hmm. But no, one, no one's ever asked me for my social security card. They just asked me for social security number, give it to them. But apparently they need a copy of my social security card to make this all right. So, I mean, I was like, dude, I'm not to just close this fucking account and take the money with me. Um, but what I'm going to try to do tomorrow before I fly out of here, get up early, go to the social security office as soon as they open, and try to get myself a copy of my social security card so I can then hustle over to the bank get it to them so they can fax it to whoever they have to fax it to and get my fucking bank account. Sorry, Isaac, working the right way again. Wow. So, and, and then, of course, you have to uh, get to the airport and fly out because you were finally uh, 
I mean, really, I don't even want to say finally because it seems like it's all of a sudden, really. Time passes fast. You know, it seems like just yesterday you met Amber Day, and now uh, you're moving to California to be with her. Yeah, I'm a hustler, homie. I'm a hustler. Yeah, when you make that decision, man, I got to give you credit. When you make a decision you and you, you decide to do something, you do it. Well, the buck stops here, Aaron. You know, I mean, <laughs> when, I, when I put my finger down on something, when I, when I decide that I want something, I, uh, I go after it with a, a fury. Scary fury. It's unbelievable. Yes, like a, kind of like a, like a lichen. I'm a lot like a lichen. What the hell is that, a lichen? A lichen is a very badass werewolf. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. don't watch the Underworld movies. Oh, okay. No, I remember now. When you said that, yeah. now that you said it, I remember. You don't ask with a lichen. No, apparently especially, not. Especially one that's heading out to California. No, it's crazy. You know what? You are a shrieking lichen, though. Uh, I Actually, it's interesting. When we were in, um, me, uh, Dariel, and we had the pleasure or uh, the displeasure of staying in the same room as Dave Palumbo at uh, the Return <laughs> of the Legend show. And... Um, he, uh, he, I guess we were looking on Facebook, or he was looking at Facebook, and he's like, is this PJ? And he showed me a picture of you that you had posted. And I was like, yeah, it's, uh-huh. it was like a picture of you wearing your little uh, sweater with your collar, your little white sweater you wear. Okay. Remember? And he goes, he goes yeah. is this PJ? And I was like, yeah, it's PJ. He's like, when was this taken? And I was like, just, just recently. It's like a going away party. And he's like, what the hell is going on? Is he sick? <laughs> and I said no. I said no. He's not sick. He goes. He's so much smaller. He doesn't. He looks like a different person. And I was like, no. I, I think he's just focusing on getting out to California, not uh, you know, not uh, focusing on bodybuilding necessarily right now. He's going to diet and start competing, you know, this year. But he's taking like I guess a little time off. And he said, he said, oh, this is this is, doesn't look good here. He's so small. <laughs> so. uh you are uh, you're moving out to California, a uh, smaller, sleeker PJ Braun. I'm yeah, I'm very, very lean. Actually, I'm like, it's I'm oddly lean. It's it's uh, almost comical how lean I am. I sent you a picture actually of the back double bicep, yeah, uh, with with no underwear on. Yeah, and nice. uh, very nice. I think it's safe, it's safe to say that I could be on stage in three weeks. I posted that picture on that website that that. Uh, that um, Dr. Sean gave us. What was the name of that? Like, oh. uh, spank to big bad boys.com or something like that. Yeah, like big bad boys. Spank. I, I don't know. Uh, please don't post the picture on there. Um, <laughs> but you, you can, uh, you can testify for me on how bizarrely lean I am right now. Very, very lean. You're very, very lean. I have to give that to you. Um, you are uh, smaller for sure. But you are very yeah. lean, very lean, very handsome. I feel like younger. I feel good. I feel light on my feet. It's nice to, to not stab yourself with needles all the time. Yeah, you're, and, uh, you're uh, very. Uh, your face is um, leaner. You know, it's not. Yeah. Uh, you're not holding any water. My, my my looks are that of a movie star. That g- those gay guys on the board that I posted the picture, they were really like they were enthralled. Uh, by uh, the they, were, they, were, they, were, they were like just they used to just imagine themselves like shooting their loads. I got my pecs and chest and stuff, and now they want to get it right on my face. Yeah. Actually, th- this is interesting. I got a, um, you know, as we often get, uh, um, or you probably more than me, I got a, a guy PMing me, or not PMing me, uh, instant messaging me on Facebook. The guy's name, mm-hmm. I don't mind saying, the guy's name is Leo Troubleseeker. Have you ever heard from yes, him before? I, I, I myself have actually been uh, messaged from Leo Troubleseeker a few times. Has he been uh, seeking any trouble from you lately, like as of today, or no? No, but he's definitely been seeking trouble from me before. <laughs> trouble that I have to do. So this is what he wrote me. 
Hey man, hot body. Sorry for being this direct, but is there any chance you'd get into roughing me up, beating me up, uh, beating me up some, and fucking me for fun? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, Bra- Brazilian businessman here in Tampa, very, Tampa, very often for work. Write me back, please, okay, man. And I said, I'm not interested, Leo, but I suggest you hit up my friend PJ Braun. <laughs> please be sure to tell him that you are a Brazilian businessman and that I referred you. Good luck. This this could be a big deal. This could be the opportunity to be in a real life situation, put in the ultimate test of all tests of do you take the money for the blowjob or for the dildo in the butt? That's right. It, it could. I, I have a feeling Leo Troubleseeker is not going to be offering you any millions of dollars, but you never know. You never know. Maybe he's well, the Brazilian businessman we've been waiting for. We have been waiting for a Brazilian businessman for some time now. When he said that he's a Brazilian businessman, I was like, oh, this is amazing. I was like, what a, what a coincidence. <laughs> that is outstanding. I have a screenshot of this if people don't believe me. So I will, uh, I'll put it, maybe I'll put it up on our thread on the board because, uh, Pretty, pretty unbelievable. We got to, you know, it's funny that Leo Troubleseeker apparently hits up so many guys that he doesn't remember because he's actually hit me up about this. Like, I'm not kidding. Probably a dozen times in the past few years asking the same. <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've, uh, Leo Troubleseeker is, is, uh, he's a, a very uh, common, uh, in my, as far as my like gay guys that bother me go, he's, he's very common. He's very prolific. Yeah. He bothers yeah, me. He's very prolific. <laughs> <laughs> any, any uh, guy with any amount of muscle, you probably heard from Leo Troubleseeker. Don't you think it's interesting? There's like a group of like fake girls that we know, me and you have discovered they're really guys. They're gay guys, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. A group of people on Facebook that I would say it's probably, you know, about a hundred deep or so that mm-hmm. have probably bothered or like, um, like tried to like, you know, I don't know, make, make conversation and who knows where it will go if you would allow it uh, with guys, especially the fake girls. I notice I'll have yeah. pro bodybuilders and um, just guys that we know that are in the industry that compete. I often have them email me or call me or text me on occasion checking girls out. I'll be like, holy shit, that's the same fake girl that was trying to write to me. And you'll be like, oh, yeah. I know her too. She tried to write to me also. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting yeah, phenomenon, right? Somebody will create a profile that they try to make as convincing as possible to literally go out and uh, like seek out uh, or trouble seek, I guess, as Leo Trouble Seeker. It's inside. very, very disturbing, I think. Unbelievable, right? I can, I can sniff out a fake profile really easily now, though. I've become quite good at it. I think the key, the key to it is the um, you have to look for like a certain type of picture. Wouldn't you say like you got you got to have those pictures that are like you know them and their mom and like yeah you know, like mobile uploads. First thing I do is look at their mobile uploads, see if they have regular pictures of like family or anything right, like that. Right. But it's all just like you know modeling pictures or bullshit like that. It's usually fake. Um, because before you met Amber Day and before I met Darielle, we would often look on the Facebook and, you know, there are girls on there in the industry or girls that will literally hit on you on Facebook. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, quite often we would talk to each other and, and, uh, verify if the person, if obviously if you and I had both been emailed by the same person, chances are they're not, uh, there's, and we never heard of them. Like they're not somebody we'd seen before, or you can't look up contest pictures of them. Obviously, if it's a, if it's a girl who looks like they compete or they say they've competed, you should be able to find other stuff on them. If you can't, and they've written both me and you, we pretty much know off the bat it's not a real person. Exactly, yes. Yeah. We've, become, we've become quite good at this, though. And I would get a few, you know, every once in a while, I'd say maybe one or two, maybe three gay guys a month that'll email me, something like that, maybe a little more than that. You would get two or three a day, so that's not... Yeah, usually when you... 
few of these girls, they would uh, they'll initiate conversation uh, quite flirtatious and sexual immediately. It's yeah. usually, you know, it's, it's some uh, phony. It's a guy. Right. I, I think that I think that we came to that conclusion. If you have a really hot girl that's like a nine or ten or in even an eight, nine, ten range, if she's right. emailing you off the bat and says, Can, could, "Is it possible we could get together and I could suck your dick?" Chances are yeah. she's not real. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, the chances are it's not. It's not good. It's not. The likelihood is very slim. No matter how handsome you are, usually really hot girls don't go around begging to suck your dick. No, that's pretty rare. That's pretty rare. Although there have been, I guess for you, there's been at least one or two, right? Yeah, there's been exceptions, but we don't need to get into that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, talk about what's going on, man. What what, what the hell's going on with you? We haven't. I haven't heard from. Well, I've heard from you plenty, but. Everybody out there hasn't heard from you in two weeks. What have you been up to in the last two weeks? Well, can I tell you about what I'm up to today and how angry I am? Go ahead, please. Uh, we love PJ Braun's stories, so give us a story. Uh, sorry, I was giving my uh, buddy's wife a kiss goodnight. You're giving um, your buddy okay. a kiss goodnight. Don't lie. No, my, my buddy's wife, Kristen, she's pregnant. He was just saying to the baby, they're pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Uh, I got to feel the baby kick. I'm the godfather. Oh. That's a pretty big deal. I want to be referred to as the godfather by the baby when she comes out. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> this is like I want to punch my fucking friend in the face. Uh, I decide that I, because I'm going to be moving, you know, soon, and I don't have a, a final destination picked out yet, uh, Amber and I are going to have to find a place together. I'm going to crash with her, you know, until her lease is up in January. Right. In, in uh, L.A., in L.A., not in San Diego. In L.A., LA. Yeah. yes, where I do not want to be. Right. Uh, uh, I decided that I'm putting a lot of my stuff in storage, and uh, one of the things that I was not going to bring was my whole entire desktop, so I figured I'd get a laptop. Um, but I, I really uh, didn't, you know, need to get something fancy like a Mac or anything like that because I don't really, I'm not really a computer guy. I answer my emails, and I run my business on the computer. That's pretty much it. So uh, I contacted my friend who I trusted as being somebody that would give me good advice because he is a, a computer teacher at a high school. So his job is to teach people about computers, right? So I thought to myself, that's got to be the guy I asked, right? Of course. You would think. I now realize that computer teachers at high schools are, are probably like the lowest form of teachers that there possibly could be, uh, thanks to this experience with this fucking idiot. So now I grew up with this kid, too. Uh, he's you know, somebody I grew up with. So I, I texted him. I said, listen, I need a laptop. I don't want to spend a lot of money. What can I do? He contacted me back with this website, HigerDirect.com. And he was like, these are refurbished laptops. He's like, a lot of our teachers in the school use them, blah, blah, blah. He said, get this one. It'll be a good one for what you need. So I ordered it. And I rushed the delivery, which is an you know, extra money, obviously, because I wanted it immediately. So I could get my files and everything off my computer, put on it, you know, so to take it out there with me for California. So I could keep running my business. So the computer comes, and, uh, you know, I now have to take, you know, all the files off my computer, get them on there, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Dude, you know me, I suck with the computer. So rather than just doing that myself, I asked my friend to do it for me. He couldn't do it. He was too busy. So my friend, Jason Gastoli, who was arguably the smartest person of all my friends by far, the very, very successful financial advisor. Uh, smarter I think smarter he, than all of your friends? 
All of yeah, them? he's like he's br- he's like brilliant. It's like he's almost like so smart. But it's like uh, it's too much. Mm, like I, don't know, like, I don't know about all of them. I mean, most yeah. all, most of them. You mean? He's like he's like um, the guy from Limitless, but without taking the pill. Oh, okay. Okay. So anyway, uh, and he's a douchebag like that too. So uh, he came over and he did everything in like five minutes for me. Um, but apparently, when we uh, had everything set. We couldn't open up any of my files. They were there. We couldn't open them up. Um, and there was no like explanation for it why. So my fucking friend told me to get this piece of shit in, told me to come to his house today. So I'm like, dude, this has to be, be done today. I'm leaving tomorrow. He's like, come to my house. I'll figure it out. I come to his house, and we can't even get on the computer because my Jason, when he put the computer, <laughs> when he fixed everything for me, decided to use a password that wasn't my own. So I didn't know what the password was. He didn't remember the password when he put it on. This, this caused, like, tremendous problems. We couldn't even get into the computer, which is, like, ridiculous. So I sat there for, like, an hour trying every possible fucking password with my buddy, who I thought was, like, a computer genius since he teaches computers, sitting there, like, scratching his head like a retard. Finally, he decided that my options were to, like, re, you know, reboot the whole like windows back on there again and start over from scratch. Which yeah, they would, they would have to, they would have to reinstall the whole thing, thus deleting everything you have on it. Yes. Thus deleting everything on, on there. So I was like, well, that, that basically fucks my whole life. Sorry. I did. So I called Jason and he still had my files on zip file. So I decided that I was going to bring it back here and let him fix it. Dude, we went through this thing for so long and Finally, we got in there. So it was like, hallelujah, thank God. And he was like, I'm going to reset your password so it's something you'd remember. Right? And we reset it. I go to get in. It doesn't work. It will not work. Right? I was going to punch the shit out of this computer at this point. And I wanted to punch Pig. Well, his name is Brian, but we all call him Pig. Um, for telling me to buy this piece of fucking shit. The browser is so outdated, you can't even watch YouTube videos. You can't do fucking anything on it. How old is this like, computer, dude? No, <laughs> that's what I don't understand. And like, meanwhile, like, how much did you pay for it, PJ? He, meanwhile, Jason's got his iPad and he's doing everything on fancy next to me. I should have just got one of those. How much did? Yeah, you could have just got one of those. Like, you could have done practically everything you need. You need to do on one of those, honestly. Yeah, I should have got one. I They're expensive, have. though. Yeah. Honestly, you for a the one Dario has, like the middle of the line one that uses G three. You're you're looking at eight hundred bucks. Uh, I looked at one today at the iPhone store that was like six hundred and seventy nine that I thought would be good for, for yeah, what I yeah. did. You know what? That's the uh the bottom bottom of the uh memory size, sixteen uh gigabytes. But for no, you, that probably no, be fine. no. That, that was the middle one. There's there's sixteen thirty two. Uh, what the problem with that is though, PJ, is that doesn't have G three, so you'd have to be hooked up to, to Wi Fi at all times to ever use yeah. the internet. You wouldn't want that. Um well, regardless, uh <laughs> this computer fucking sucks. How much did you pay for so, that thing? Three hundred bucks. Oh well, there you go. You got your money's worth, then, huh? I actually didn't get my money's worth. They can't do anything. <laughs> um, but we we uh we have it set up now. We've gotten it to a point now. Finally, after hours, where I can open my files. I believe I can open emails and shit and do all that. I hope. Um, and uh, I think that's all I'm gonna be able to get out of this. I tried to. Uh, like we were doing something on YouTube, and I and I I couldn't even watch a YouTube video. I tried to upgrade to the newest version of Adobe Flash Player, and it won't even let me do that. Wow. Yeah. Pretty crazy. 
I was gonna videotape myself smashing the hell out of it and I put it up on Facebook, but I decided not to. That would be cool. That would be a video I would watch. And might come. That video might be coming. So. Wow. I fell down. I fell down. I fell downstairs tonight. An adult man, sober, fell downstairs. How did that happen? Because it was all like, I was all frazzled over the whole computer thing and moving tomorrow and everything. And my aunt called me saying that she wanted my address, um, you know, to send me a Christmas card. And I don't even know what Amber's address is, so I had to run out to my car to get it. And I ran out my buddy's back door, and I, I misjudged where his steps were. Uh-huh. And I and I actually fell, like, off the top of the steps. Like, you know, it wasn't, it's not a huge drop. It's probably only, like, four or five feet. But I missed all the steps. In my head, as I was falling, I thought two things. I had time to think two things as I was falling towards the ground. The first thing I thought was, holy shit, I can't believe I'm falling down the stairs. <laughs> and then the second thing I thought was, fuck, this is going to hurt so bad because it's all brick. Oh. And I, I face-planted hard. I drilled my knees and face on the, on the ground. And uh, there was nobody around to see it. So I turned around, and his dog, uh, Roxanne Roxy. German Shepherd. She was just kind of like her head to the side, like looking at me, like what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Sorry, Isaac. Uh, but but aside from her, nobody saw it. But it was pretty painful, actually. It's good that you've lost all this weight because if you were as heavy as you used to be, you really would have hurt yourself. Oh yeah, I probably, I probably I probably would have tore like two quads. I would have been out. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God you lost all this weight. Thank God. Yeah, it's lucky you did, man. I gotta say. Well, that's a horrible story, PJ. Um, it sounds like. Uh, I hope this isn't an omen for the trip itself. Um, no, it's not an omen at all. The trip will be good. Um, it's a long flight. You never know. You might be sitting next to two in the middle of two big fat people or something. Yeah, um, I really hope not. That would not be fun. My parents got this flight for me. They didn't get the flight that I wanted them to get at all. I was going to buy it myself. I wanted the six o'clock in the morning flight. That's my new thing now. I get up early. I go on that flight. I thought you hated. I thought you hated that. Now you like no, that. I, I decided that I like it. Unbelievable. I hate, I hate the act of doing it, but I sleep the whole way. I can't believe this, PJ. At first, you hate California. You'll never move there. It's the worst state. Now you're living there, and now you like early flights, and you've hated those. I don't understand. I know, but I'm just going to tear California apart, like like John Rambo. Like I'm going to tie. A fucking bandana around my head and just go around like shirtless with a gun just blowing people away. Wow. That sounds... That's great. what I'm going to do. Get that all on video, okay? Uh, well, if I don't get it on video, then it didn't happen. No. Get it on video or it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> let me uh, let me ask you. I sent you an email link uh, and I don't know if you got it because I didn't... I was expecting a reply of some sort one way or another and mm-hmm. I heard nothing. Did you get the email where I sent you about... One of the, I'm not going to name the board, but there was a, a post on one of the yeah, boards. Yeah, I, I, I closed it out. I don't care about that bullshit, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't go on there. Well, I haven't even said what it is yet. People want to know. It's examining Amber Day, and it's like a whole thread. This is something that's that's not new to me. I don't know if um, you probably, you've had threads on everything about you. So mm-hmm. I would imagine in the past, maybe with uh, Nicole or something, you've had uh, your ex-girlfriend, something like this. But they had one on, uh, on Darielle on Get Big. Where they're like mm-hmm. Aaron Singer's girlfriend, and then everybody rated her one through ten for Darielle, and uh-huh. uh, and so when I saw this, somebody sent me a link to this other one, and I read through it and I sent it to you, and I wanted to see what you thought. You didn't even read it. I looked at it for like the first couple of posts, and I don't give a fuck about like Blackhead and those dudes. Like, with their, I, I have better things to do than read that shit. Nobody reads their stuff. Nobody, nobody does. That's I wasn't even going to say that, but I wasn't going to say their names because now people might, you know, somebody listening might have a, an inkling, but. 
the bad thing I don't like about that is when when um, they use her name like that in the, in the title of the thread. Now, when you Google yeah. her name, you'll notice it comes up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which that sucks, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it is what it is. It um, wasn't that bad. You told her dating somebody nah. as famous as PJ Braun, you're going to have that happen. Uh, hell, hell, that's, that's, that's life. But, Cost I mean, of fame. That's, that's what we got to deal with in this fucking bullshit industry. Yeah. You know, um, I was actually talking to, um, you, you know, Peter, you know who Peter McGuff is, right? Yeah, of course. See, when me and you were growing up, and I knew you would, but when me and you were growing up, when you think bodybuilding, other than like Joe Weider, to me, the name Peter McGuff, you know, he was the editor-in-chief for, I don't know, almost 20 magazine, years. Yeah. yeah, for Flex Magazine. He was like bodybuilding royalty to me, you know what I mean? The bodybuilders yeah. themselves, you know, come and go. But uh, Peter McGuff, he's the one who d- discovered Dorian Yates, you know. For people who don't know, right. he was two offices down from Joe Weider for um, almost 20 years. And Joe Weider flew him, uh, brought him in, basically, to California yeah. from, uh, from England. So, like... That's such a cool, you know, when I think back about like my childhood and getting interested in bodybuilding, you know, I loved Kevin Lafroni and uh, Chris Cormier and Dorian Yates and stuff. But like almost above all of them was Peter McGuff because he's the man who was putting together, spearheading the magazine that I read, that my favorite magazine, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So him and I, you know, him and I have got to be friends and uh, his wife is really cool too. And I see him at all the shows. They live in Florida. Um, so I, got, I talk to him a lot. And one of the things he, we, him and I were talking about was, uh, was the internet boards. Cause like he, you know, obviously he was there at the beginning the very, very beginning when get big just started and yep. all in the mid nineties. And he was there on uh, Chad Nichols board, muscle mayhem and all the other boards when they started, when bodybuilding.com had their, its board to begin with, he was one of the first members. And he said that it's always fascinated him and, and, and you know, made him not really understand like the, um, the hate or not even, sometimes not even the hate, just like the, the, the general dislike that a lot of people show towards the bodybuilders and uh, not just the bodybuilders, but each other and the personalities mm-hmm. like uh, you're a bodybuilder and a personality, but like for me, a personality or, or somebody having to do with the media, it's funny. He gave me an interesting story. You'll think this is, is cool. Back in the day, he used to read, uh, get big, Regularly, very regularly when it just came out, when Ron Avedan started it. And people would mention copies of Flex Magazine or a picture in Flex Magazine. So what he would do is he would PM people um, who started the threads and say, hey, you know, I saw you mentioned the the, uh, the the Flex Magazine that Dorian Yates was on the cover for. You posted the picture. I wanted to thank you for promoting the magazine. I'd like to send you that copy of the magazine. Um, you know, like in case you don't have it, I'll send you a copy for free. And... Um, People would be all thrilled to hear from him and stuff like that. They'd be like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, it'll be great. And then he would look back on the board 15 minutes later and somebody would write, that fat fuck Peter McGuff wants to send me a magazine, that faggot motherfucker. Fuck him. <laughs> and he'd be like, he, he said it would just mystify him. He said it, after that happened three times, he said it happened three times. And he said, he, he said, that's it. I'm never, I'm never sending anything to anybody again or, or contacting anybody again on here because, um, People, people would do that. And, you know, he's, he, when he was talking to me, he sounded like he was telling me, like, I would be surprised. And I was like, actually, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised at all that that, that, that no, happened. Not. Uh, it's a strange world we live in. There's Isn't that funny? Here. Like, you would offer somebody something for free, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. It's so great to hear from you. And they would go post and be like, that fat fucking ugly Englishman. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's, it's pathetic that people act like that. But that's why most of the people are bottom feeders that aren't accomplishing anything in life. Um, I gotta say, 
Darielle likes Peter also because he's, she says he's like the, her English grandfather. You know what I mean? Like if you imagine, <laughs> he really, he really is. He really That's is. Cool. He's a super nice guy. You know, one of the things I'm really looking forward to after the holidays, and I'm sure people out there will see the videos, assuming he doesn't mind that I do a video. Um, he invited me and Darielle to come over after the holidays to hang out at his house and see uh, his collection. Because uh, he has a vast bodybuilding uh, collection of bodybuilding memorabilia. Ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I, like to me, that's like, you know, that's about as cool as it gets to go to Peter McGuff's house and see his private collection. Yeah, that's right. Pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's the only thing that I could compare to that was uh, when A. Connors showed me, um, you know, all the, pho- the photographs that he's taken over the years of all different bodybuilders. Those are like, and he had them in like a, uh, 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 like a scrapbook kind of thing. Yeah, he had them in this big, big, uh, big folder, and uh, there's some pretty, uh, pretty awesome ones in there. Pictures of John Cena when he was 18 years old. The people would like die to see. He was pretty big already when he was 18. Um, you know, pictures of guys when they were really, really young, when they were just like nobody, you know, um, that, you know, amounted to be, you know, like top 10 Mr. Olympia guys and pictures of them when they were like very, very young, just coming to his gym, pretty cool stuff. I wonder why he, I guess he, I guess he hasn't, I mean, he really ought to consider putting that all on the internet. Don't you think? Yeah, I suppose he could. Maybe he um, wants to keep it private. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I'd give him a phone it. call and ask him if uh, at some point, maybe when we're uh, in town or when I'm in town for the Flex Pro. Does he still live out? No, he lives in Vegas now, doesn't he? He lives in Vegas now, but he spends a lot of time in L.A. I might I might uh, uh, call him when I get out there and see if he wants to do dinner or something. And we can talk the, sh- talk, the talk, talk the shit. He's involved in this ridiculous lawsuit right now yeah. at Gold's Gym. I know. For people who don't know, uh, Ed Connors was uh, the um, – He's not the original owner, but he was—he is the owner of the franchise, right? Uh, of Gold's Gym originally, and before he sold. Yeah, well, Bill Gold started the gym with, I believe. Uh, he Pete bought it. Kowski. He bought it. He bought it with Pete from from Joe Gold, right? Yeah, they, yes, they bought it from Joe Gold, and they turned it into you know. Pete ran the gym, but Ed turned it into the franchise. You know, Ed was the businessman. You know. Ed was an architect and a businessman. He he's the one who blew it up. Um, super nice guy, by the way. You know, for people who don't know, uh, Ed Connors helped begin the career or assisted um, just about everybody. Uh, not everybody. I don't want to say everybody, but most of the people on the West Coast that you know now, big names, a majority of them. I don't want to say everybody because he really rarely helped any black dudes for whatever reason. Yeah, but he uh, <laughs> almost every white guy in almost every white guy that has problems. That was in bodybuilding from Craig Titus to uh, Dave Palumbo. Paul <laughs> he, DeMeo. Yeah, Paul DeMeo. They, they've all stayed at his house and uh, he's helped them one way or another, whether it be uh, getting a sponsor or finding a movie role or financially. He's uh, actually, there, there, there are actually no women allowed at Ed's house specifically because of Dave Palumbo. Right, because Dave and uh, he allowed Dave and his fiance at the time, Barbara, um, who ended up being his wife and now his ex wife. They argued, uh, and Dave has actually confirmed this, that they argued all the time. That they argued, they fought and screamed at each other all the time. And um, I guess because they were arguing and screaming at each other at, at Ed's house, Ed said, that's it. That's the last girlfriend or fiance well, well, ever. Ed, Ed said some things were broken, but Dave, uh, I don't know if Dave confirms or denies that. You know, for I would love to see that um, because I can only imagine like uh, Dave and uh, I, uh, his significant other going back and forth like that. Cause you know, obviously him and Colette 
Um, they didn't work out for one reason or another, but I never saw them scream back and forth at each other like that relentlessly. You know, I, I feel like, uh, they didn't have that type of relationship. And then him and Nola now, I've never seen them scream at each other like that back and forth. Yeah. I would love to see anybody scream at Dave like that back and forth like that. Yeah. I I imagine it was probably pretty entertaining for a little while at least. Maybe not for Dave, but it would be interesting (laughs) for me and you, right? Yeah, for for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Ed got rid of, uh, well, he didn't get rid of her. I just don't think anybody was allowed back. Now, I want to, uh, let's talk about, um, there's a, um, everybody, when you hear Ed Connors on the internet, you generally hear uh, uh, gay. And uh, people assume that Ed Connors did all kinds of gay stuff with all these guys. And uh, from everybody I have talked to, and, I, and I've talked to just about everybody who stayed at Ed's house uh, that's still involved in bodybuilding, uh, Jay Cutler stayed with him for a long time. I know you did. Uh, ben mm-hmm. uh, Pakulski, who I work out with every day now, did. Uh, Lee Priest. Uh, I think, did I say Jay Cutler? Yes, you said Jay uh, Cutler. Mike Matarazzo. Yeah, I, I know he, he, uh, he, he uh, flew Evan out. Yeah, Mel, uh, yeah, the Evan, of his career for a week or so. Mel Chancey. I mean, there's a long, I mean, that's, that's only probably 1% of all the guys. I think they, he said to me that he's had over 400 bodybuilders stay at his uh, house or houses at one time or another. I have never heard anybody say anything but nice things about Ed. So like all the people that you hear saying a lot of stuff, bad stuff about him, either don't know him or, uh, or are just making assumptions, wouldn't you say? Those are probably the same people that are calling Peter McGoff like a fat faggot or whatever. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So just trying to, I wanted to put that out there cause I like uh, it a lot. And, uh, yeah, Ed's the man. He's awesome. Yeah. We, uh, he's we a brilliant shared, man, very, very intelligent man. Yes, we uh, we shared. Uh, you were with us at uh, Junior Nationals. We had a few glasses of wine with Ed, right? Yep, yep. Ed likes to drink the wine. He he's likes a the big, red wine. Yeah, big wine drinker, Ed. He'll push the wine. He'll push the wine. On yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wants everybody to drink the wine with him. Yeah, sure. he, he wants everybody to drink. So, uh, PJ, we're coming up on commercial time. Uh, I guess we will uh, go to commercial and we'll be right back. For anybody that doesn't, we didn't mention it. We're just, uh, we have no guests this week. We wanted to make sure we got in a show for, uh, for you guys, you listeners out there. Uh, as soon as you get settled and set up there in California, we're going to try to uh, evolve the show into something much bigger and better. Although, you know, we are fantastic as it is. But yes, we're, 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 we're kind of just cruising around right now. We're, we're doing what we can. We're having a little bit of fun. But once I get situated, you know, this has been an interesting time in my life, and I'll, I will accept uh, the responsibility for the show, you know, being what it is right now, because it can't be a lot better than this. Um, you know, I've been just, you know, going we've been coasting, we've been coasting. transitioning, and, yeah. you know, and so, you know, we've been coasting. But once I get situated again, I'm a creature of habit. You know, I'm emo and I'm regimented. I need to be back in my routine. So once I get into a routine, full speed in California, which will be by January 1st, uh, I hope, um, you know, then the show will really, really grow. Yeah. I know people are, I've had a few emails. I, you know, it's funny because it, it goes from person to person. Because I've had a lot of people tell me, and you, you've told me that a lot of people say that your sound sounds fine. I've had a few people complain about your, uh, your microphone or, or lack of microphone. I can't really tell that much difference right now that we're talking, but a lot of people say, you know, in case people didn't listen to some of the earlier episodes, PJ did go out and buy the same microphone that I have. It just so happened he got the one and only defective blue snowball microphone probably uh, in all of Connecticut. Yes, yes. So, uh, I don't know what, why, why I have bad luck with computers. Yeah. Why I don't like computers. Yeah, you seem to always have bad luck with computers. Yeah. So let's do a commercial break. PJ, you're going to pick a music, a, a song for this uh, commercial break, as always. 
everybody loves uh, not everybody loves the sound of uh, your voice because of the uh, lack of microphone, but everybody loves your mu- choice in music. So uh, I'm sure you'll come up with something good for us during the commercial break, and we will be right back in three minutes. Everybody, welcome back to Iron Empire Radio, and uh, we have the pleasure of actually having an unexpected guest. I said earlier we had no guest, but in fact, we have PJ's long-time uh, best friend Gustaldi on the show. Gustaldi, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here. All right, and we're excited to have you, PJ. Or actually, yes. let's have Gustaldi tell Gustaldi. How did you know this guy, PJ Braun? His name is Jason Gustaldi, by the way. We just refer to him by his last name. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, when you walk into a room and you can tell that there's like another alpha male? Well, that's kind of what happened. I, I walked into Fairfield High School and I saw PJ. And it was just kind of like, I, I really didn't like him at first. And we, and we sort of, you know, fought over this one girl for a little while. And, you know, and then after a while, we decided it was smarter for us to kind of join forces and be friends. And, it's, and, it's and like the two rams, play. right? With the big horns. Exactly. And run the each other. rams with the big horns. Exactly. Well, uh, so you guys fought, you, you fought over a girl and you decided it was better to just join forces. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, you've been, I was very, I was very disappointed that she picked, she actually picked him uh, over me. I couldn't understand that because he had red hair. I just, I didn't understand. <laughs> I had red hair. I was a skinny kid and I got the girl. Wow. The ginger, the ginger got the girl now. What, uh, Castaldi, what tips do you have for other guys who are listening right now that are in the same, uh, uh, situation? How do they get the girl? They just gotta, you just gotta talk. You gotta be a better talker. Ah. Doesn't matter what the guy looks like. And I mean, it's, everyone knows that. So, uh, so if it was between you and PJ now, obviously assuming, you know, I know you have a pregnant wife and PJ has a girlfriend, but if, if, if we're doing the same thing right now, would you still get the girl over PJ? I think I think PJ probably could uh, definitely do the job now a little bit better than I could. I've been out of the game for a while, and you got all the muscles and everything. I'm <laughs> <laughs> that shit, but I could definitely appeal to some chicks that probably wouldn't even talk to them or give them the time of day. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, PJ, um, how did you and Castaldi stay friends all these years? Uh, well, I mean, we've been best friends since, uh, you know, the summer before freshman year of high school. We played football together. His dad was our coach, actually. And, uh, you know, we, we became best friends all through school. And went to, he went to college in uh, Marist, and I was in Connecticut. And we, you know, we, you know, we always just reunited whenever he came home from school. And, you know, we just, we, uh, you know, we had a strong bond, you know, like brothers. I mean, he, he, punched me in the face before. He was like, my only one of my friends has actually gotten away with punching me in the face. He cheap shot at me really bad, too. He was outside of my car, and I was inside the car, and he punched me through the window. It was fucking bullshit cheap shot. Why, though? Uh, Just for fun? I don't know. It was, I, I think I was talking shit about his football teams at Marriott, <laughs> and uh, he got mad because of, like, community and all that meathead college shit, and uh, he got out of the car and wanted to fight me, but he fucking cheap shot at me and punched me in the face. And uh, the car I was driving at the time was like a 1988 Volkswagen Jetta. It was such a piece of shit that I couldn't open the door to fight him. So that car actually saved his life. Because if I had gotten out of the car, I would have beaten him to a bloody pulp. But I couldn't get out of the car. And he was talking shit to me about how much of a piece of shit my car was that I couldn't get out to fight him. We finally kind of both just started laughing. (laughs) That was it. We made up after that. He claims he couldn't get out of the car. I mean, <laughs> who knows if that's accurate? <laughs> I think he didn't he's... want to get out of the car. It was a much different Castaldi back in the day. I didn't care. I was, I was going for the, the nuts, the face, the eyes, the holes. I didn't care. <laughs> um, so, Castaldi, PJ tells me you have a very uh, interesting job. It's something like a boiler room kind of deal. What, what's up with that? <laughs> no, absolutely nothing <laughs> like that. Be very, very vague and say I, uh, I run a, a, a team of salesmen. All right, that's that's pretty much what I do, and I teach people how to 
build a business. So that's kind of what I do. And, it's it kind of almost um, sounds how you say it like that. It sounds like you're running like a, a, a team of like uh, uh, riffraff men or something like. Uh, yeah, it's riffraff men, exactly. <laughs> like wild animals, wild animals. <laughs> I teach people how to be uh, successful financial advisors, an independent uh, advisory firm, and, and just, uh, you know, teach guys how to get clients, how to stay with them, and, uh, you know, help people really. So you're like the Ben Affleck of this group. I pretty much am the Ben Affleck. I'm the, uh, I'm the, I'm, I'm, I'm the uh, hired gun. If, if you need me. He's, he's my financial advisor. He uh, manages all my millions. Oh, all the millions, the Braun millions, yeah. the Braun fortune. Yeah, I can't get to him because his bank account's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me ask you, Gastaldi, are you interested in bodybuilding? Did you ever want to compete, or was this uh, just a PJ thing? Well, uh, let, me, let me tell you a little something. I uh, <laughs> played football in college, and I actually hurt my knee really bad. And when I was coming back, I tried to get on the field. But it's too early, and I stretched the ligament out there uh, that they put in my knee. So after that, it was pretty much done with uh, football. So I had two years in college. didn't really know what to do with myself. always wanted to try to uh, get into the bodybuilding game and talk to PJ and for a while there, I got pretty big and freaky looking, and it was uh, it was crazy. But I kind of couldn't control myself. I was like cheating on the edge of uh, uh, just destroying everything. Like every weekend, <laughs> every weekend was just out of control. Gisaldi, so I, I kind of had to take it easy. Is it safe to yeah, say I that if, I couldn't handle it? Is it safe to say that if you would have continued on that path, that you would be a far better bodybuilder than PJ is? I don't know if I'd be a far better bodybuilder than him. He's too tall. I would definitely be oh. bigger than him, oh. stronger than him. Of course. And I would definitely, definitely be able to just murder him in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, uh, he, he's, he's six four. He's tall. Oh, enough. shit. Uh, he's shrunk an inch. <laughs> One second. I'm six five, buddy. Six five. Uh, well, that's a, that would be a tall nah, body. I'm really six four. I'm just four. But he was like two sixty, and he was in good condition too. Oh, that's pretty yeah, good. That's pretty good. Um, so PJ, uh, you were telling me something about a fruit cup. I I, oh. I never heard of a fruit cup before. This is actually not I like think a, fruit a lot cup. of people haven't heard of a fruit no, cup. No, I've never heard of a fruit <laughs> cup before. Explain a lot of people What is what is a fruit cup? Well, I mean, I bet most people know exactly what mangina is. Of course. So the easiest way to explain it is the reverse side of a mangina. So in other words, you have a mangina, you bend over, and then you look at the other side of the person, and, and that's really what a fruit cup is. And you're seeing, like, the, the head of the dick in the, in the nutsack there from the back. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah, all sort of, like, all bananas, together. berries, bananas, <laughs> berries, whatever, whatever you want to think. Whatever it looks like, that's what it's a fruit cup. Could be a lot of different kinds of fruits depending on how you're shaped. PJ PJ is like a, a grapes and like a like a, a carrot or something, right? Yeah, he's just like three grapes. <laughs> three grapes. <laughs> I'm just that, I'm that, just one small grape with two bigger ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where does this story, PJ? You're the storyteller here. Tell us the story of the fruit cup. Well, what happened was uh, we we had a keg party in the woods, and uh, that's a very common small town thing. And How long ago was this? Days. How long ago was this? Uh, we were, I believe, juniors in high school. Oh, okay. So we were sixteen, so thirteen years ago. Wow. Yeah. So um, 
<laughs> so our keg party got broken up, and a bunch of us decided to take a bunch of beers that we had and uh, head over to the beach, uh, the, the Candlewood Lake, the beach. And uh, so there's probably, I don't know, 10 of us on the beach just taking beers, hanging out. And um, we heard all this noise in the woods. And so we're all wasted, you know, stupid kids. You know, a couple of us were, like, older, you know, like college kids, a couple of younger kids. Like, me and Jason, I think, were, like, 16, 17. And um, everyone's like, oh, what's that noise? What's that noise? And we're like, who is that? Who is that? And they're not answering back. We see, like, flashlights in the woods. I thought it was, like, some of the friends trying to, like, fuck with us. So one of my friends was like, food cup those motherfuckers, PJ. So I pulled my pants down because I, uh, I, I had no shame with the food cup when I was young. And uh, I busted out my food cup and I turned around and everyone's like dying laughing. This is a funny sight when you see somebody doing a food cup, you know? It's not something that you just do every day. <laughs> so everyone's laughing and all of a sudden three police officers walk out of the woods. And we're all like, oh shit. So I'm like scrambling to pull my pants back up, you know? And we're all like, oh, dude, we're so fucked right now. We're wasted, underage drinking, teachers, food cupping the fucking cops. So the cops come over and they're dead silent. And there's this one cop, Officer Parent, who was actually, like, grew up in our town. Like, he knew what our town was all about. He was, like, really, really cool. He, like, walks over all serious. And uh, he, like, stands in front of me. He looked down and he's a big dude, too. This guy's, like, 6'3", like, big, burly man. And he's, like, staring down at me all pissed off. And he smiles and goes, nice food cup, asshole. He's like, now all you guys are going to dump out all these beers because Braun did that shit. And all my friends are like, oh, and they made him dump out like each beer like one by one because of my fruit cup. So they kicked us out of there, and uh, we decided to go to the mobile in the center of town. It was the only gas station in town. Everybody used to hang out there at night when there was nothing to do. So we roll up into mobile. There's already a bunch of kids, and then they're hanging out. And we get out of the car, and we're like laughing, telling everybody the story. And a little bit of time goes by, and a police car comes in, and it was the um, the school police officer, the D.A.R.E. program police officer, a guy by the name of, of uh, Officer Tony Farina. And uh, he knew all the kids from being in the school, and he gets out of the car, and he's walking in, and he stops. And he does like a, a double take, and he's like, hey, bro, I heard you had a nice ass. And everyone just starts hysterically laughing, and he just shakes his head and, like, in disgust and, like, walks into the station. And everyone's like, that's fucking crazy. The cops went back to the police station and spread that story around. It's so funny. And, uh, you know, that's just one of our, uh, our old high school funny, funny stories. Gastaldi, were you mortified when the cop came out and it was the cops yeah. that saw? Or you were, you were happy? I, I, I really didn't think it was the cops. We thought for a while it was a, a sensor light. And so <laughs> there was a while there where, you know, his, his junk was hanging out. And <laughs> we were like, dude, don't worry about it. It's a sensor light. It's not the cops. There's nobody there. And I'd say for like a good, you know, 20, 30 seconds. And then finally they're like, yeah, it's the fucking cops, you assholes. Braun, put your ass away. Or something like that. <laughs> they recognized PJ just by his fruit cup? Well. Uh, <laughs> That's going on again. The cops, what else? the cops knew me when I was young. I wasn't necessarily the best kid in town when I was young. Troublemaker. I was a little bit of a troublemaker. The cops knew me by my name. I remember a party that we were at. Uh, Jason, I'm sure you remember this party at Dave Asado's house. Um we crashed this kid's house so bad. We put this kid in a mental hospital. Um, 
And uh, he freaked out, right? He was like, PJ, can you please get everybody to leave? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, we're all going to leave. And everyone was just like, disgustingly drunk. And I was like, we're going to trash this fucking house. And everybody just starts trashing this poor kid's house. And people are outside smashing his, like, grill and stuff. Like, oh, no, no, no. Tell him what I did to the grill. Because Goldie picked up, like, a statue and, like, threw it at the grill. Like, it was like, oh, no. I took the grill bits out of the grill, right? And I, I basically used them like a, like a, like a what you call it, um, a tennis racket to the lawn jockey. <laughs> And this long jockey just friggin' disintegrated. Man. We basically <laughs> like in, we, we we basically like incited a riot at this kid's house, right? So the, the police yeah. come, and the kid pretends to be sleeping, and yeah. acts like she doesn't know people are trashing this fucking house. And so the cops are like, "Dude, you got seventy kids here. You're sleeping." And the kid was like, "Oh, officer, I don't know what's going on." And he just started bugging out, like crying, like, "I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna kill myself." And as soon as the cops started hearing the kid say he was going to kill himself, they had to take him in because, you know, he could actually kill himself and then that would be on their time, whatever. So they had to actually put him into the mental hospital. So after they took him away, you know, you got like 70 kids lined up. The cops have us all lined up, right? And it's dead quiet. The cops talking. In the middle of it, I'm like, officer, I'm sorry, but we're all just here for our friend Jimmy Dunn's birthday. And it actually wasn't Jimmy Dunn's birthday, but I just didn't like Jimmy Dunn, so I wanted to put him on the spot. I was like, let's all sing happy birthday to Jimmy Dunn. And the whole entire party starts singing happy birthday to you. And the cop's like this. He's like, shut up. And everybody's just singing happy birthday to this kid who was tied in his fucking birthday. So finally they get us to calm down, and they line everybody up. And they want everybody's name. And blah, 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 they're writing it all down. And so each person's going, I'm so-and-so, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They're, like, checking everybody out to make sure they're okay. And, like, when it, when it got up to my spot line, the cops just looked at me and shook his head and goes, get out of here, PJ, you make me sick. <laughs> and I was like, that's it? Cool. I didn't even have to, like, take any tests or anything. I got to leave. Oh. Um, let me ask you, will you miss PJ Braun? Be honest. Uh, I, I, I'll definitely miss him. He's a funny kid, you know? Do you think I was you'll... the best man in his wedding. I'm the godfather to his unborn child. Wow, it's a big deal. Are you gonna? You think yeah. you and your baby and your wife will ever fly out to California to see him, or is this the last you'll see of PJ? No, this is it. This is the last. <laughs> That's why you're letting him stay <laughs> at his, your house for tonight, right? So, so you think you'll go out there at some point, or uh, I know PJ will be back to Connecticut. I'm sure. PJ. Yo. We lost Castaldi just in time, too. I was about to let him go, so. Castaldi. He hung up. I still hear him talking in the other room. He dropped the call, so. He's nobody Jason, else. Jason, you're talking, you're talking to no one, Jason. We can't hear you anymore. He, he hung up. Is your cell phone down? Yeah. His cell phone down. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. It's perfect timing. That's a, good, that's a good way to get rid of him anyway. Yeah, I would have hung up on him, but oh well. Oh well. He hung up himself. He did it for you. Um, so, PJ, let's go on to our next subject matter. And this has been uh, asked to me several times by a fan of the show. I don't want to give his whole name, but his first name is Spikey. I know you know who he is, right? He's a fan of mm-hmm. uh, both of ours. Yeah. Um, he's asked me a few times to talk about this. And uh, I think tonight is a good opportunity since we don't really have anything planned. He mm-hmm. wants to, he asked me a few times about uh, our usage of the word gay. Uh, he wants right. to know when you say, when you and I say something is gay, uh, mm-hmm. Does that mean is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? And uh, 
I told him that uh, that we, me and him discussed a little bit on uh, Facebook, but I told him I'd bring it up to you, and I'll uh, I'll share my opinions on this uh, right after you. If you say that dude is gay, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Or or if the guy's not gay, I guess if we're like saying, uh, you know, uh, get big is gay, does that mean get big is good or get big is bad? No, it's typically uh, a negative connotation, um, but it can be used for many different uh, many different things. Like for instance. Uh, you know, the word gay is typically being thought of as homosexual. But in reality, if you look up the word gay, it means like joyous, happy, glee, you know? Um, so sometimes you can use the word gay uh, in, in, a, in a situation, for instance, um, if you see like a, a, a couple, a male and female, that are displaying like a, a public, you know, display of affection and makes you feel un- a little uncomfortable, you can be like, ah, those two are gay. In reality, they're not gay because it's a male and a female making out, but you just use that word. That word it can be used in such a broad sense, you know? There's so many different uh, definitions behind it where people feel free to use it. You know, they take liberties of using it in many different ways. Uh, but it is rarely uh, used in a positive, you know? I think... Like, uh, uh, you never, you never uh, omit awesome and uh, insert gay. No, that would be weird if you started. Imagine if you went around for the day for for like an entire day and just took all like any kind of like positive word like that's cool. Like instead of just saying cool, you just switch the word gay. So like somebody's like, "Hey, is it all right if I call you or is it okay if we call you at 3?" And you're like, "Gay." You know, just like yeah, that's gay. That's gay. That's gay. gay. Sure, of course. Like, like like if people like people are like, "Oh, that's awesome. You get to you get to hang out with Dan Sherman all day." Like, he must be pretty cool to hang out with him. I'm like, oh, dude, he's totally gay to hang out with him. Like, he's so gay to hang out all the time. <laughs> That's why I like him, because he's so gay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, uh, that, you're definitely right. I think that when you say gay, unless you're referring to a gay person, um, then if you're saying, like, if, if I say Spikey Smith is gay, I said his last name. Oh, well, if I say Spikey is gay, which he is, then there's nothing wrong with that because I'm not saying that in a bad way. But if I say uh, PJ Braun is gay, now that's a bad thing. Yes, because you're not yes. gay. Now uh, uh, he actually typically uh, you won't hear us necessarily uh, point somebody straight out and be like that person is gay. Uh, that's not really something that you'd uh, hear from us. That's not that's not a typical. If we were actually going to call somebody uh, a homosexual, we would probably call them a fag or a faggot because yeah. there's no. Uh, no, there's no discrepancies when you call somebody a faggot. Yeah, that's definitely a negative word, even for a gay person. I don't think they, and even gay guys, they don't like to refer to themselves as faggot because that's like, that's like derogatory. That's like uh, saying yeah. a Jew is a kike or a, a black person is a nigger. I think that's like, no, uh, yeah. you know, that's not a good thing. No, there's no way to turn faggot into something nice. No, there's not. Yeah. Um, I, I, he actually asked me because I think he was a little like miffed by my explanation, which is basically what I, you just said. That's basically what I said to him. And he said, well, what, would it be okay if I said that somebody is uh, acting like a Jew? Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? And I said, you know, yeah. honestly, Spikey, that, that would probably be bad too. I said, I don't think you can use uh, Jewish as like a, a description, as like a, uh, a descriptive word and not make it uh, a negative thing. You know what I mean? Yes. If it's an adjective, it's not good. If you say, uh, uh, PJ, you're acting so Jew, like such a Jew. There's no way to be like, oh, that's good. He's very, you know, he's yeah. a Yamakon or something, you know? He's a, he's a, he's a Jew of a guy. <laughs> what a Jew that P.J. Braun is. What a, you know? what a Jew that P.J. is. I love him. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, that's, not, that's not good either. And he's like, oh, so being Jewish is bad. And I was like, no, now, now. See, there you go. It's the same. That works both ways. 
being Jewish definitely isn't bad. And I have no problem saying I'm a Jew. I am mm-hmm. a Jew because I am Jewish. So it's, that's okay to say Aaron Singerman is a Jew. I am a Jew. That's like saying Spikey is gay. That's neither one of those is bad. If I wasn't uh, Jewish and you called me a Jew, then that's not a good thing anymore. Agree? You agree with yeah, that? I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so that's the that was what I told him, and I said, you know, honestly, uh, if you have thin enough skin that, that bothers you, you probably won't like our show altogether. All and he said, actually, I love the, <laughs> I love the show, and uh, and I agree with that. I just wanted to hear you all comment on uh, the usage of the word gay because he knows. I mean, everybody who knows PJ Braun knows that you're a friend of the gays. Um, I'd be friends of the gays, yes. Absolutely. I am to the gays like Schindler was to the Jews. Yes, you lead them out of out of, uh, out of uh, uh, slavery or something. Yes, out of, uh, uh, yes. You release their <laughs> semen for them. You help release them. <laughs> you don't release them from bondage. You release the semen from Yes, I, I, have manually, I manually release their semen. Orally release it sometimes. Orally, on occasion, yes. <laughs> so... So that's that. That's the thing. So I think we sufficiently answered Spikey's uh, question. We had another question written in about the halo effect, um, which I, you know, I, to be honest, I looked it up because I'd never heard of. It. Have you heard of the halo effect before? Are you familiar with that? Uh, that term sounds familiar, but you'd have to refresh my memory. Out. I thought maybe he's talking about halitessin or haladrol. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's actually an effect. So the halo effect is a cognitive bias where a trait. Uh, characteristic of a person or an object influences another trait or traits of that person or object. The halo effect is very common uh, among physically attractive individuals. Physically attractive individuals are assumed to possess more socially desirable traits, live happier lives and become more sex successful than unattractive people. So like he asked me like to, to tell us our thoughts on this and that uh, to, to combine our thoughts with um, how it uh, how this applies to bodybuilding, and so like when I read this, I really now that you heard it, I really don't understand what he wants us to do. Do you get it? Yeah, I get it. What you tell it to me? Explain to me what we're going to do now. Hold on, start over again. Sorry, I, I actually so I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was just reading a text message. So you don't, you're not listening that. to a goddamn thing I'm saying. How did you understand Let's, let's get off understand. this subject because this isn't that interesting to me, and I'll say something that I think is hilarious. All right, based go. On, uh, go. The go. text message that I just got. Go. My, my girlfriend just texted me, and my girlfriend is, uh, you know, she competes. She's, she's a very intelligent girl, and she does, uh, she does contest prep um, for lots of other bikini girls. And she's smart. She's good, you know. Like, uh, I wouldn't be saying that, you know, even if she wasn't my girlfriend, I'd back her up and say that she was smart. Um, but she apparently is getting calls now <laughs> – to work with men's physique guys, which really? I actually don't, I actually don't even have uh, any men's physique guys. And uh, she just texted me saying, "I just got off the phone with my new men's physique competitor," and I think it's hilarious that a, a man would contact a cute little bikini girl to prepare them for a competition. How do you feel about that? Um, I would be interested to know how this uh, men's physique guy realized that she does contest prep and like what yeah. his thoughts were behind. Uh, asking her like it could be totally legitimate i just don't know how he heard about her or how uh, this came to be you know like if he if she if first let's just say his girlfriend is a uh, a bikini competitor who she helped so successfully. Is, there, is it possible for us to get her on right now sure of course of course you want her on you can call, you can call her on right you know her number right um yeah let me look it up hold on you're sure uh, she won't care that i'm calling her will she even answer because she's not going to recognize the number tell her text her right now and tell her that I am I am calling her from a strange number, and uh, for her to answer. 
Nobody answers the number that I, when I call from the studio line because it's always weird. So people, I have to warn them in advance, you know, hey, pick up the uh, the phone when I call. So I just texted her to answer it. So. I wonder if she won't answer it now that you told her because she's going to be like, ooh, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. We'll find out. Yeah. So I'm going to call her right now. I'm pulling up her number. Oh, dude, you know what? I don't have her number. Um, hold on a can I can I look at her number while being on the phone? Because no. I don't know it without looking at it. This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop our recording. You're gonna text it to me, and when we'll be back, and literally as soon as I hit stop, we're gonna hit start again because it'll be a minute or two. So let's do that now. Okay. All right, we got Amber Day. Amber, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. Are you overwhelmed by all the awesomeness that just called you on the same line, PJ? Yeah, I'm. I, I I just wonder how I got to be such a lucky girl. It's overwhelming, I know. You, you, you the only time yeah. I, would ever, I would ever allow another man present is, is, is right now. <laughs> <laughs> we both, I, will still, I will still have to kill you afterwards, Darren. Okay. I can understand. You're far enough away, and you'll be even farther come tomorrow night, so I think I'm safe for a while at least. Uh, so, Amber, PJ, you, wanna, you want to uh, bring this up? To, you want me to ask Amber, or are you going to ask her? Um, you know, get no. right into it. What, what, do you, what do you guys got up your sleeve right now? PJ, am I doing this or you? I'll do it. Uh, well, I was telling Aaron that uh, I, I explained uh, to our listeners that you um, do contest prep for Bikini Girls and that you're very, very good at what you do and you're very intelligent and that I would still back you up regardless if you were my girlfriend or not for how good you are at what you do. Uh, and then I said that you have now... Uh, been getting contacted by men's physique competitors, which I don't even get contacted by men's physique competitors. <laughs> and I find that to be very <laughs> interesting and hilarious at the same time. And we wanted to discuss this with you a little bit. Like, like what do you feel makes you uh, approachable to the men's physique guys that I am, I am missing out on here? Interesting. Um, I, oh, shoot, guys, I don't know. Maybe it's, Maybe they're a little intimidated by you. I think that what PJ is saying indirectly is could it possibly be that these men's physique competitors are attracted to you physically so they are going to you to, to be interested in contest prep because they want to get a, uh, a contact with you. Is that what you're trying to say, PJ, deep down? No, I, 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 actually, I was actually thinking that maybe it's because they're gay. Oh, and okay. I, thought that's, I was totally easier. sure of that. Well, you know, I usually assume most men's physique guys are gay, like you, for instance. Um, no, come on. You, you know, you know that that's not the case. It's probably a rare. It's probably as many gay guys in men's physique as well, maybe a little more than in bodybuilding, but not that many more. Uh, well, then, what do you think it is? Uh, what do you think? Because I can't understand a man, any man, who would go to a woman for for, for help with with contest dieting, uh, for you know bodybuilding or anything like that. It's, it's just. Bizarre well, just, you're, you're, you're making it as there's a stigma towards that. I mean, who, who's to say a girl couldn't do a prep just as, as good as a, as a man could, right? Um, but I think a lot, I actually I know uh, my men's physique dudes that are doing prep with me have, have come to me through referrals. So, ah. um, you know, it's, it's word of mouth and it, they, I do all my stuff online. So it's not like they even see me at all. It's an online program. That's what uh, I said. Are they being referred said. by other So I think girls. the theory of being able to like see me or something is 
is wrong. I think that's what I told PJ, that maybe it's a girl that you've helped, a bikini girl, who's dating that one of these guys or they're, they're friends at the gym or something or maybe uh, or something like that. And she, one of the girls says to the guy, well, you should talk to Amber Day. She helped me and she did a great job. And that's how they uh, get in contact with you. Well, actually, I had a client who competed uh, in men's physique and he had hired somebody who I won't even say their name. And Why not? Um, he, he was a, he's a bodybuilder also, and that was who was doing his nutrition. Well, he was continuing to ask me questions, and, you know, I was being friendly with him at the time. I was sponsored by Champion, and he was, uh, you know, buying some of my products off of me that I had stuck in my apartment for weeks. And um, I think what happened was I ended up kind of taking over his prep, you know, and I made a good decision in doing that, and he placed top five at his first show. Um, and it, it seems to be kind of a cluster of the same group of, of men's physique that are real focused on getting a pro card and whatnot. And so that's how it came about. PJ? Um, I don't know. I guess I still find it hilarious. Uh, I'm trying, I guess I... <laughs> are I you saying I, you don't believe Amber could do a good job with a men's physique guy? No, because she's really intelligent, and I do think that she could get, do a good job. I mean, I've discussed you know, lots of different subjects with her. I mean, I think that if, if, uh, if perhaps the men's with the guy wanted to really, like, step it up uh, as far as chemistry goes, that perhaps that she would have a little bit of trouble. Um, but uh, I suppose because for men's with the there's really the actual knowledge of chemistry uh, is really not necessarily uh, important. Um, it's just basically a, a basic knowledge of nutrition that is most important, which she has a very strong knowledge of nutrition. Uh, so I, I do think that she is more than qualified for the job. I, I guess it's just more funny to me that guys would see, – see, women will go to a man for help. And, and I actually find that most bikini girls that I work with would prefer to go to a man for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, it's some kind of psychological thing. There's not many girls um, that are doing it that are uh, very high up profile in the industry. I don't know of any – uh, girls that help guys and help. Uh, no, there are there are, there are none. There are none. Okay. No, well, there's not none. You got Sybil, uh, Grandma and, in Netherlands yeah, who but, helps but guys. But he, he looks terrible this year, and everybody's joking around saying, "Well, of course he looks terrible. He's got some old lady doing his contest for him." Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like what the fuck? He's getting under 500 pounds on the spot rack, and Grandma's going to come over and spot him. Like she's going to be like, "Dude, I'm a good old lady. I can't help you." She with that. actually. Yeah, there's yeah. a video. There's a video of him benching 500 pounds, 495. For reps and his spotter's grandma. I, I know. I heard her false teeth fell out when she was doing that. <laughs> She's a very nice that. lady, PJ. Uh, I'm sorry, Sybil. Talk bad about uh, grandma no, but, like but, that. Uh, I don't know. I guess because I'm. Um, uh, You're a male I think, I think PJ just wants a men's physique client. I think he really wants a men's physique client. He's a male chauvinist uh, pig, Amber. That's what he is. I thought I, thought I had a male physique uh, client the other day, and I realized why I can't work with them when I told him that I wanted him to do keto for only two weeks because he's fat. Uh, and he explained to me that he has never done keto before and he will not do keto before, uh, or he will not do keto ever. And thank you. And he went on his way. So I, I actually think he perhaps fired me. That was actually pretty funny. I got a copy of that email. He's like, he's I, like, I forwarded that email to Aaron. He's like, he's like, literally, he's like, he's a professional. He's, like, he's pro. He goes, he's, I, he's uh, a top, hey. he's a top men's physique pro. He goes, I, uh, I have never done a keto diet, and I never will do a keto diet, but thanks for your help, bro. 
<laughs> I was like, did you just fire me yeah. over here? Yeah, exactly. Gave him all the info and he walked. Uh, yeah, you know, men's physique clients are just easy. I, I think men's physique clients are easy. I actually, I mean, men are much easier to deal with than women because women have a lot of hormones and, you know, they can Aaron, would, you, Aaron, Aaron, would you would you be able to go to a, a woman for a contest prep? Actually, um, I just thought about it. If I do a men's physique next year, I'm going to hire Amber Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. See? 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 That could be yeah. very good for that that Amber Day is taking over the men's physique yeah. department and prep. Yeah. He's going to be stealing men's physique from so many fucking pros. Right? Oh, that's going to be that'll, that'll be a move. They're gonna, be, they're, they're gonna, you're going to you're going to have haters in Jersey. You're going to that's so good that she lives pros. a long way from there because they'll they'll put a hit on her. They got it. Oh, Italians. Oh, so many fucking pros from Jersey will put a hit on you. They got Italians. Left that. Right. They got guns. Those Italians don't take nicely to little fucking bikini girls. So so many pros got some fucking bikini girl from California stealing our fucking clients. What the fuck is Send over Vinny with his gun with his bat. <laughs> Send Vinny to California. Send Howard Beach over there. We'll teach her the fucking lesson. Forget about it. <laughs> so, Amber, Amber, thank you for uh, answering uh, our questions on your men's physique uh, uh, clients and uh, your new blossoming career as a men's physique prep coach. Um, are you excited for PJ to get there tomorrow, or are you dreading it? No, I can't wait. I'm actually dreading that he's going to be in so late um, and have to fly into San Diego and drive back up um, to yeah. Lalo Land, but... Luckily, he will uh, miss the horrible, horrible traffic that happens around 6 p.m. headed back up here to Hollywood. Why fly into San Diego? His car is there. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. That makes sense. you got to get that, right? Yeah. You've got to get the car. See, so he's proven you wrong. So I think the, the 90% has now gone to 100%. You're, you're, you're oh, yes. Yeah. Remember well, that, Aaron. Well, remember that. Um, i got to say that it's not tomorrow, and he's not there yet. So I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him 99.999s. There's still a chance that he won't make it there tomorrow. So we'll see. You, you never know. To the bitter know. end. To the bitter, bitter end. Well, on on a different note, what do you think about PJ owing me a hundred dollars coming up shortly? Because I am demolishing him by over 80 followers on uh, Twitter. And if anybody wants to follow me, it's twitter.com backslash Aaron Singerman. So, uh, what do you think of that? What do you think of that, Amber? Uh, I, I think so you guys are children. Buddy. What? You guys so, are children. I, 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 what? What? Okay, hold on. I don't understand the concept of what's the importance of having more followers. Winning. Is that winning. It, Amber, winning. It, it, proves, it proves who is cooler on Twitter. Yes. Oh, whatever. Let's look at fan pages. That means, no, I'm by far the coolest on fan pages. I can uh, okay, everyone. See? Okay, see? <laughs> that's no, no, why I don't do I that fan bullshit. No, no, no. That's why I can't understand... How with all these nineteen thousand gay people that are following me on Facebook, why are those guys not following me on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Like I'm just as fucking fun to follow on Twitter as I am on Facebook. Gay people come and follow me. You well, fitness, you need to you need to you need to reach out to all your listeners right now, as well as your fans on your fan page, and post follow me on Twitter. Won't help. You know, I am more baffled. When when is the date? When is the date? Up. There when is no date. It's, it's who's it's, ever, it's, it's, whoever it's, whoever it's, hits fifteen hundred first. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Whoever hits So, it, honestly, I am more baffled by the amount of people following a Jewish person <laughs> than I am over over men having a bikini girl train them for men's physique. That, yeah. That's that's yeah. how baffled I am. By PJ it. PJ thought that this would never happen because at one point. 
he had actually passed me up by about 20 or so. And then I decided um, to uh, to turn this on high gear and make this a contest. And PJ has never competed against me before. I don't but... know that you're cheating. I, I, no, no, I'm not I cheating. cheating. I'm not cheating. I haven't I pulled any of my cheating. That you're doing like, you're, you're, you no. probably Googled like how to get more followers no. on Twitter no. and go to those bullshit sites where you can get fake no. accounts to follow you. No, 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 not necessary. Not necessary. You well, to do that. Uh, you can probably just see by some of the people that follow him. And yeah, check them out. They're all I legit. There's they're a all lot legit. of the people that follow him don't even have pictures, and they're only following like three other people. No bullshit. Go look, you no, are. Floor looked for me also. Oh, no, no. I have Floor to back this up. Jealous. You're a <laughs> hater now, too, PJ. Give me my $100. <laughs> Pay me and shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, you know, you guys, it's, it's still a close call. I mean, he you could he could theoretically yeah. followers oh, yeah. in a short amount of time, but you know, he's been so busy. He just now packed up his entire house and is moving. He he, he doesn't have time to be I like, have, follow me on I Twitter, follow feeling, me on Twitter. You know, Amber, the truth exactly. of the matter is that it's too late, and these excuses don't hold any weight with me. He's gonna lose. <laughs> I'm gonna win. I'm gonna be a hundred dollars richer. He's gonna be a hundred dollars poor. Uh, I think that, that that Aaron's probably gonna wind up winning this. Yes, it's the fall. It's the fall because oh, Amber has become a gigantic distraction in my life, and the juggernaut, the juggernaut that is known as PJ Braun, the juggernaut known as PJ Braun has been slowed down considerably. So, so romantic. Uh, she's whole, such a distraction in my life. Exactly. I want to say, just so Darielle knows, because she's going to be listening, she's a wonderful addition to my life, PJ. So. Oh, no, I don't mean that she's attracting me in a negative way. I'm fucking <laughs> hustling like crazy to, to move my whole life across the country so I can be with her as soon as possible. You know, he could have taken but, you out for a really nice dinner with that $100, but... The, yeah, the, yeah, that's very true. Act, I mean, I don't think we need to be betting on that. petty things like this, boys. He, you mean losing? Uh, He's losing. I'm winning, so it's okay for me. Yeah. It's a little and petty. And, and, and don't call uh, Twitter petty because no. you love Twitter. Yes, yes. You're I have Twitter fun on Twitter, junkie. but I would never be like, oh, my God, I need to get this many followers. I just don't care. I haven't even paid attention to it. Trust me, we could, we could have bet on something Competition silly. is fun. If we could have bet on something sillier, we could bet on, like, who will grow the biggest beard in a month or something. That's what Dave wants to do that. So, I mean. Yeah, that, but that, I mean, you can't, you can't put a fucking beard on this face. That's like painting mustache on the Mona Lisa. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to hang up on you and just talk to Amber. <laughs> you guys are, you guys clearly in your com- competitions and always competing with each other. It's freaking hilarious. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank God I don't do bodybuilding. Stop, stop the insanity. Problem. Stop the insanity. <laughs> actually, one girl, um, what's her name? Stephanie for Optimum Nutrition. She, she said that she actually came oh, up to yeah, you. Oh, yeah, the Stephanie Toomey girl. Yeah, she, she said she, she came up to you and told you. Because I posted on Twitter that don't follow PJ Braun, it's not real. And uh, and she actually came up to you and said, I just want you to know that, that somebody has a fake Twitter account with your name on it. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's really me. I was like, Aaron's a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's not cheating, Amber. That's outsmarting PJ Braun. That's all it is. That's uh, that's, you got some skill if you can outsmart him. Oh, no problem. No problem. Um Amber, thank you very much for coming on the show and answering all of our questions and dealing. Thank you very much for dealing with PJ Braun on a daily basis because that's a task that not many people are up to. Yes, absolutely. You are very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. It's a pleasure, Amber. And I'm sure PJ will call you later and uh, have a wonderful night. All right. Have a good night. All right. All right. Um, There you go, PJ. That is uh, that is a real woman that she, she can handle you. She can handle me. That's right. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough. Well, she's excited that you're coming. I'm, I'm a little surprised. I thought she'd be, 
you know, dreading it, but <laughs> good for her. Good for her. You know? uh, uh, yeah. So PJ, uh, what do you, you want to call that a day? Or, oh, I got to say, I've been looking at these pictures of Dexter Jackson in China. I don't know if you know that, but Dexter went to China right after um, the Masters Return of the Legend show where he won $100,000. He literally left there and went straight to China. I've been looking at these pictures that uh, that he's posting from uh, from China, and I gotta say I'm a little jealous, man. I, I would really like to. I don't know. I don't know if everybody out there feels the same as as I do, but I, I really like traveling and like the fact mm-hmm. that he's getting to go to. I mean, I mean, not that he doesn't deserve it. I mean, he is uh, one of the very best bodybuilders on the planet. But the fact that he gets to go to China and like get to see everything, and obviously he's got people showing him around, and it just looks like a really. I don't know why, but the pictures aren't like that descriptive. Uh, it's really just him with a bunch of Chinamen and stuff smiling. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, like when I look at him, I'm like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's, uh, you know. Any progress on the Costa Rica trip? Uh, I have gotten a uh, deposit, so I guess I'm going. All right. Well, that'll be cool. Yeah. I want to see a lot of, take a lot of pictures. We need to get you a video I'm camera. very, very excited about Costa Rica. When very you get excited. some money together and you move, you're settled in California, we need to figure out, I need to show you the video camera that you can buy so that you can take video on like a decent camera because the difference between even an iPhone four uh, or an iPhone four S the, uh, the picture stabilization on a, on a decent video camera uh, would be worth the four or $500. Cause there's some good deals right now. You can get a really decent, a really nice one actually for 500 bucks. And I could have you upload the, the raw footage to me and we could make videos for you. Um, yeah, that's something that, that we can do. That'll be fun. I want to, uh, I would like to make some better quality videos, of course. I know you like videos, so uh, I do anyway, like videos. Anyway, uh, that's it, PJ. I am ridiculously sore already. I uh, trained legs for the first time, and um, I guess I mean maybe as much as six months. I trained uh, with Lane Norton and uh, Ben Pakowski this morning, and uh, I'm in pretty bad shape. I got to be honest. Well, uh, I've trained with Ben Pakowski before legs also. And um, it's definitely no easy feat by any means. No. And I, I was quite sore after also. Lane Norton. Uh, I, would say, I would say the most sore I've ever been after a leg workout uh, was with Evan Santapani, actually, though. I'll have to give him the title of the most brutally fucking horrible leg workout I've ever done. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some of his leg training. It's pretty tough. That was an Oscar. It was an Oscar Arden leg workout. Oh, those are, those are, those are like incredibly long uh, uh, I was like, workouts. I was like collapsing at the end of that workout. Yeah. The worst, you know, training with Ben, they also, they knew that this was my first, I told Ben in advance, I said, listen, if I'm coming, uh, because I'm still sore from our chest workout two days ago, and I'm almost never sore from chest, I was even sore from arms, and I don't remember the last time I was sore from arms, so I told him, I said, listen, I'm not doing what you do, so don't don't try to think, I mean, I'm not talking about weights, because that's obvious, but I mean, I'm not doing the volume in all the four, because he does lots of forced reps. And negatives and drop sets and triple drops and rest pause. I told them, I'm not doing that. So, like, you mm-hmm. know, just be aware. So they started off the leg workout with real deadlifts. And um, they went all the way up to 765 pounds, eight plates on each side. And Ben got a double with that. And I skipped that whole exercise. Um, That's crazy. I've never even, honestly, I don't think I've ever done deadlifts before my leg workout before. Have you? Um, I've done them in my leg workout, but not the beginning. Yeah, it's, it was pretty nuts. You know, um, Lane Norton, very knowledgeable guy. Everybody knows Lane's, uh, he's a doctor. He has his uh, doctorate. Um, Lane is, um, I don't know, he's not small. He's a big, he's a big guy for a normal gym guy, 
but um, I would say he's maybe 220, six feet tall or somewhere right around there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is, for the size of him and the look of him, the guy is absolutely a freak, freak show strong. Um, that he could almost keep up with Ben on everything. And Ben. Yeah, I've, I've seen videos of uh, Land. He is very strong. He gets so Land, pumped up, too. though. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I like, anybody, I like that. That's cool. anybody who is not does not think that he's natural is crazy. He's definitely natural. I totally believe it. Mm-hmm. I totally believe it. The guys, there's, I would be absolutely ridiculously shocked if he was lying. He just seems like an honest guy. And yeah, no, I, I don't think anybody ever questions who he is. No, are you kidding me? If you looked, at, you don't read all the internet boards. That's why you don't know. Yes, they, everybody questions it. Um, but if you meet him, it's because all these guys on the internet don't even, most of them, a lot of them don't even work out. So they, they see this and think it's impossible. He's just genetically, he probably has incredible ligament strength, ligament strength. And he's just like, uh, whatever, his, however he's set up, his biomechanics are just in a way where that he gets a different kind of leverage on the weight or something than other people. Because, um, yes. I mean, for, for somebody like that to squat 700 pounds or something, it's, it's insanity. No, he's definitely really strong. We gotta wrap this up because I got a pregnant school teacher sleeping right above me, and they're in bed now. And uh, I don't want to keep talking and being disrespectful in their house past midnight, which it is right now. You're such a gentleman, PJ. We are actually done. I was just uh, bullshitting for another, another few minutes. That is the end of the show for this week. You can reach PJ Braun at PJ Braun Fitness at Gmail. Oh, no, at Yahoo.com. What is it? Yahoo.com. Yahoo.com. PJ Braun Fitness at Yahoo.com. And PJ, as we everybody knows now, is moving to California. He needs money. So okay. he, help him out. Support the show since we don't have any direct sponsors at this point. Help PJ Braun out and uh, send PJ Braun an email. Get his rates, extremely reasonable rates. To help I'm actually uh, raising my rates as of January 1st because I'm busy uh, and I charge way too little for what I do. Way too little. Um, and uh, so my rates will be going up January 1st. That is factual. Uh, so if you sign up now, I will keep you at the rates that they currently are at. Um, otherwise, the rates are up January 1st. Um, so definitely look into that. And this is no time better than now. Save yourself some money and get yourself a first-rate prep coach. Not as good as Amber Day when it comes to men's physique, but on everything <laughs> else, he is top-notch. Um, if you want to contact me, I should throw in a plug for Iron Mag Labs, who supported me throughout my whole contest prep, made me their uh, national spokesperson for their company. And um, check them out, man. Uh, PJ knows if you want supplements that really, really work, uh, no joke, pro-hormones, pro-steroids, that are just as effective as anything you can get under the counter. You get this over the counter at ironmaglabs.com. Um, that's really it. Contact me, Jubaka, Jubaka, B-A-C-C-A at rxmuscle.com. Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com backslash Aaron Singerman. And um, that's really it, PJ. Thank you very much for doing the show this week. And next time we talk to you, you will be in sunny California. That is correct. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye, PJ.
707, better make it snappy. No time to do your hair, baby. Brothers busting at me, beats and bullets passing on our target. They want the hard hit, but watch the guard get. Put the baton to the trigger, cause it's real fast. Let those in rhythm at them, let them feel the blast. Penetrated a crazy rate, just ain't a 38. Hit them at point blank range and watch them radiate. Running out of ammunition, I'm done with them. You ask me how I did them, I let the rhythm hit them. Me and the rhythm hit her. 